I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Shady McCoy gets a big hug from Tom Brady, and a lot of NFL players are embracing a chance to play for the Bucs right now. The Tampa Bay Rays, well, all they needed was Austin Meadows, and, well, problem solved. And do you smell what The Rock is cooking? How about the XFL? We'll talk about all that and more with the no longer vacationing Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 on Bay News 9 on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. And, Steve, I was out. This is uh, was the maiden voyage, if you will, the first appearance by the media. They had an opportunity to watch uh, what is uh, officially strength and conditioning practice, but at 7.30 in the morning, we were able to walk out on the hollowed grounds of uh, the Spectrum, or not the Spectrum, it's actually the Advent Health, I don't want to get the sponsors wrong now, the Advent Health Training Center, and uh, there we were, separated by six feet with beepers if we got too close to each other, going off all over the place, uh, watching one, Thomas Brady, so wait, 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 you're saying this is real? Yes, this actually that hasn't been no. a five month dream here. No, no. And I was and I know this because I wasn't sitting on a dead end road looking over a fence. I mean, I was actually on the grounds, the hallowed grounds of the Buccaneers training facility on the east field, the sun rising over the pines. It was beautiful. A new day dawning for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, this was. It was a dose of surrealism. Now, I've seen Brady, you know, working out with his guys, and, you know, that could have just been an extended vacation. Who knew? But, no, there he was in all his glory, and um, there was, you know, the offense. The defense was not on the field. And, again, they come out in groups. No coaches, by the way, except for the strength and conditioning guys because they're not in that phase now where they can actually be on the field with coaches. So, you know, in as much if you got to run and you got to get in shape, you might as well run routes and let Tom Brady throw the ball to you, and that's what they did. And uh, man, it was uh, yeah, it was it was it was sort of surreal to see Brady and and Rob Gronkowski, who is a big dude, by the way. Um, and then lo and behold, who shows up? Shady McCoy, Lashawn McCoy, who was had signed his contract that morning, was on the practice field by seven thirty in his uh, gray hoodie which seemed completely out of place because it was pretty damn hot even at that hour. And uh, got a big bear hug, you know, big Tiger Woods-like bear hug from uh, from Brady. And then they went to work. And um, we had a chance to talk to Shady uh, after practice later uh, in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, he's he's obviously here for one reason, and that's to play with Brady, to play with Gronkowski and win a Super Bowl. And he did that last year with the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, who was his first coach. Of course, picked him up, and um, Shady McCoy wound up sort of being the number two, number three back at times with the Chiefs. Uh, I, I think he had 101 carries. He never carried the ball more than 12 times in a game. He was very productive, though, when he did. And unfortunately for him, he didn't get a chance to play really at all in the playoffs. He had one one snap, I think, against Tennessee. Didn't play in the Super Bowl. Didn't carry the ball in any way. And so I think he's disappointed about that. Obviously, 
happy to be a world champion, but he wants to to participate, and, and he thinks uh, that what they're doing here in Tampa Bay is special with Brady. Uh, a lot of players feel that way, and so he comes in on a one-year deal, and they could use him because I think you know right now with Ronald Jones sort of being their lead ball carrier, he's had you know a horrible rookie year, one so-so year, still a young player, still has a lot to learn, obviously, especially in the passing game. And then you got uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, who's been in the COVID uh, protocol, uh, another rookie that you know hasn't had the benefit of any offseason and won't get to play in the preseason because there are no games. So when you really slice it up, you know they don't have a whole lot of depth. Dari and Gumbawale was a third down back. So who does Brady trust? You know What's the kind of player you want to bring in? And I think McCoy fits that bill perfectly because he's, he's a three-down back. He can do anything. If you need him on third down, he can do that. And he's, he's far enough along in his career now that he understands his role. He's not, you know, coming in saying, you know, I got to get the rock 25 times a game or I'm out of here. Um, you know, he had, you know, six Pro Bowls and, you know, led the NFL in rushing one year, um, you know, for the Eagles. I mean, he's done, he's done pretty much everything you can do in this game. I mean, he's damn near got Hall of Fame credentials, to be honest with you. So, I think he's a great pickup, and, um, you know, he looks quick. I mean, you see him with the football. Um, he can make those cuts. He's still, you know, still in tremendous shape. So, uh, you know, for what they need, depth, a little peace of mind for Bruce Arians, uh, I, I thought it was great. And it was good seeing. It was. It really was good to be out there. I mean, we're fortunate. Um, we had to, you know, we've been having to go through some COVID testing ourselves to be in the Tier 2M is what they call it, and, you know, there's there's a look, there's a lot of things those players have to go through um, every day, you know, with the testing. And then um, they, too, have to wear those, you know, those monitors so they don't get within six feet of each other. Although Eduardo Encina, something was wrong with his monitor, because I swear to you, if you got within 12 or 20 feet of Eduardo, that damn thing went off. He had a very sensitive beaver today. They have to do something about that. But, wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I never thought Eduardo would have a sensitive beeper, but he did. And so, I, I, you know, overall, though, it was, it was neat. It was great being out there, and I look forward to going out there again. Maybe uh, next week we might have a chance a couple times. They're not really in the, 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 the padded situation where the media would typically go. This is, this is not required by the NFL. This is Bruce Arians saying it's okay and the Bucks uh, acquiescing. But, you know, at least we don't have to run those, and nothing against these, but the Buccaneer, you know, glamour photos of Tom Brady. We actually now have art. Well, you Brady didn't have to crawl open. through the mud and the ponds and uh, <laughs> stop it. Here we go. Hanging in trees and <laughs> yeah, creepy guy. Yeah, here we go. Now that didn't happen. I was the creepy guy with the face mask on, like everybody else. Uh, but I couldn't get close enough. He couldn't get close enough to know we were even there. It's so funny because uh, there's a little bit of a of a buccaneer beach feel to it. At the old buck, the old woodshed, we called it off at thirty runway thirty six right. Um, you know, uh, just sort of across the street from where the International Plaza Mall is now, was, of course, where the Buccaneers won a Super Bowl uh, out of that trailer park facility. And uh, and it was so small and so decrepit that, that their weight room, a good portion of their weight room, was outside under the awning um, on, right by the practice field. Well, guess what? Because they've had to sort of spread stuff out, including their workout um, equipment, they have a big awning outside of, of the new One Buck Palace, if you will, and there is weight training equipment outdoors. And I'm telling you, I'm just saying, could be serendipitous. I mean, you know, last time they were in that facility, 
won a Super Bowl, went to a bunch of playoff games. Now we're 12 years down the road, no playoffs. And maybe that's the secret. Maybe you got to go outside and lift weights, man. Could be fun. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, the lovely and talented Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 on Bay News 9 joins us now. And uh, Chris, first of all, welcome back, man. Welcome back. You're back, 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 back from vacation. Yeah, uh, rejuvenated, relaxed. Um, it was nice. I, I, I was camping. I went off-roading in a Jeep, uh, four by four. Um, I slept in a tent, um, which was, you know, nothing to write home about. I slept wow. on a, one of those RV tables because they can convert the RV. I don't know. I, it was really cool. And then I uh, slept in another RV. So... Yeah, it was really mm. fun. I was really roughing it, but uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, Lake Huron, Lake Superior, you know, uh, got to swim in those lakes up in Michigan. And uh, I'll tell you, Tim Allen was right, man. That pure wow. Michigan stuff was right. And um, I really I really think that second grade geography didn't do the lakes justice. I'll just say that. So we got we to gotta work on that as we move <laughs> forward. What? <laughs> Second grade geography did not do the lakes. Was it a little chilly? Were the were those waters a little te- little cold? Yeah, it, well, it was no, but it was cool because um, what was fun about it was um, like during the day it'd be perfect. It'd be like seventy two degrees, and then at night it'd be fifty five. So I could see my oh. breath. I could see my breath because I'm from Florida, and you know it gets yes. a little colder, a little faster for us. So mm-hmm. um, you know, but definitely swimming in Lake Superior was cold. Lake Superior was freezing, um, but uh, but Lake Huron was actually pretty nice. Uh, and then you got like all the different like different rocks and different things you can look for. And so um, you know we we had a lot of fun up there, man. It was nothing better than ending every night by a fire with a good s'mores, you know. Oh, I heard you that, man. Um, can't have enough s'mores. Can I have some s'mores? S'mores? S'more? How do you say more s'mores, please? Um, so was this, how can I have some more this? nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How um, now? This this sounds to me like you weren't glamping, right? Is this is this glamour camping? Is this is this like RV world where we we've got you know all the niceties of home, but we're out in the woods, or or are we are we really we roughing it a bit? We roughed it. I mean, like I said, me and my girlfriend, we stayed in a tent the first two nights. We just had an arrow bed, and we had you know the. The, you know, we were trying to have the vent come, th- the venting coming through to get any type of air was basically unzipping, you know, just to have between you, you and the netting and the, and all the blood sucking uh, flies out there. So, uh, you know, which was a wonderful experience. And, um, and then I like, you know, we roughed it because we didn't like, so we had like one RV where like the people, like our family members who owned it, you know, they had two beds in it. So then the, those people were able to sleep comfortably, but we weren't. So we absolutely roughed it, Rick. I mean, when I got home on Sunday and was able to sleep in my own bed for the first time in like a week and a half, it was glorious. 
You know, I mean, wow. I usually need like I, I sleep with an English bulldog at my feet. So I usually need to put in the headphones, listen to something. I was passed out, man. I didn't even get through 90 Day Fiance. That's how <laughs> that's how tired I was. But it was a great trip. It really was nice to kind of cut away. I, you know, everyone on Twitter was like, you know, oh, where, you know, they, I know everyone missed me, of course. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. So I, I haven't seen uh, haven't seen you on the big show just yet. So do we do we come back with the uh, the Grizzly Adams beard? Do we we didn't shave? What what, what do we do there? No, I, I shaved. Um, you know, I I don't think it would have been a problem. Like some people were asking me, like, oh, is it work policy? Uh, I don't think it would have mattered. I, I I didn't have the policy in front of me, but I just was mm. like, you know, I think I look a little bit better with the clean shave than I did with the with the beard. But I'll tell you what, man, that was literally the first time I've been able to really grow any true facial hair in my adult life, and uh, I was pretty proud of it for like a day. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice not having a razor for a week and a half. It was nice not having the phone. It was, you know, you definitely appreciate kind of the smaller things. But, uh, you know, I, I wish I wish I could have done it. But, you know, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't ruin my image. You know, I don't want to be seen as like a bad boy, you know, coming back with scruff and everything. But, uh, you know, I had to had to be nice and prim and proper so you're our clean cut uh chris torello that's the way we like you and uh, that's the way we want to see you on television so (laughs) well while while you were gone a few things have happened um Mm. i can't i can't recount all of them excuse me i think well you know we'll get to the rays here in a second who kind of went in a jar after you left but uh you know it was interesting we were able to go out and, and and this has been quite an adventure i'm sure you'll enjoy we were able to go out to uh the Advent Healthcare Center, and we actually got to stand on the hallowed ground uh, with the Buccaneers and Tom Brady uh, during a practice about 120 yards away or so. But nonetheless, uh, it was a better seat than I had at Berkeley. So, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and here's how it went. Um, you know, a guy showed up, and it was sort of like, hey, uh, Brady, Shady, Shady, Brady, Brady, Shady, Shady, Brady. And so Shady McCoy is in town and uh, signed and sealed and uh, I guess is going to run the football. Look, we've got Gronkowski. We've got Shady McCoy. We've got Tom Brady. You got about, I don't know, 20-something Pro Bowls there, a bunch of, bunch of Super Bowls, some rings for sure, but also some guys that are a little, a little long in the tooth. What do you make of, um, of players, you know, first of all, wanting to play here, obviously, and then do you think McCoy has anything left? Because he is 32. He played for the Chiefs last year. But he didn't get to run the ball in the postseason. He, I think he played one snap against Tennessee. So, I mean, given the running back situation, where do you think he fits in? Well, at first, I love the fact that he even acknowledged. He's like, I didn't do anything in the Super Bowl. So, and, I, and we <laughs> yeah. won. You know, like, yeah. like, you, know, you got a ring, man. Who cares? You know, I mean, yeah. he has the same number of rushing touchdowns in the Super Bowl as Walter Payton. So, uh, which which is sad in itself, but uh, that's another story for another day. But um, I think, I think what it does is I think it gives more comfort to a guy like, um, like Brady. Obviously I think he's comfortable with, um, you know, with what they had, but I know the bucks have been searching. I mean, we go back to talking to Bruce Arians during COVID during the real hardcore quarantine. And he was talking about Devonte Freeman and a couple other guys yeah. coming in and always monitoring maybe a trade situation or a possible free agency. So for LaShawn McCoy to kind of fall in their laps 
here at the beginning of August, I think is a major gift. And, you know, I don't think he's, he's listen, he's not going to be the guy you, you had in Philly or other places, but this is a guy who I think can provide that continued professionalism. You know, like you said, a little long in the tooth, he's grizzled. You know, he's a veteran. I think these guys yeah. don't really need too much coaching up. They don't need too much to be said to understand what needs to go on out there. And I think when you pair him up with, you know, some of the younger guys, you talk about Ronald Jones, when you talk about Kishon Vaughn, when you talk about, you know, uh, Daria Gumbawale even, you know, I mean, yeah, these guys have been working out, some of them with with, uh, Brady. But uh, I think think it just gives a little more comfort. And maybe in some of those bigger moments – you can turn to a guy like McCoy and say, hey, we need to pick up a first down here and maybe save him for those moments. Um, but one thing I know about Brady is he loves his checkdowns. And mm. um, you know, to have one more option like that, I think it's going to be great. We saw what he did with so many guys in the past. And I think a guy like McCoy, maybe better than some of the others, can be like the Danny Woodheads and the Deion Lewises and the yes. Shane Greens where – You make that catch for three yards, you're guaranteed Mm. three, but now can you turn and go? Can you get five, Mm. six, seven? And that's where the success has been for Brady sometimes. So I think that's a big thing that LaShawn McCoy could bring and also be a good tutor to some of these younger guys. Yeah, and he even said when we talked to him um, that he called Deion Lewis and he plans on on, uh, calling some other Patriots running backs to talk about you know, what, what Brady likes in terms of route running and things like that. But, you know, here's a guy that had over 40 catches, I think seven of the, of the um, 11 years or so that he's played. Mm -hmm. So he is familiar with, um, you know, with, with the passing game. And I, and I look, if Keyshawn Vaughn had had a normal off season, if there had been rookie mini camp followed by OTAs, followed by a veteran camp, et cetera, I think this would be a different discussion. And on top of that, he goes into the protocol for COVID so he misses even more time. Do you really want Keyshawn Vaughn's introduction to the NFL to be in New Orleans, assuming they play on time on September 13th against the Saints? What are you going to get? You know, what, who can you trust them at that level? And I think that's why, you know, for depth, for experience. And if something happens to Ronald Jones, you're not leaning on somebody that's never played before, you know, because um, that could also, you know, they're out there playing football and somebody could, you know, turn a knee or have some injury and then maybe not maybe not be ready to start the season. So I think it was a good pickup and he seems humble. He seems, you know, uh, willing to do whatever it takes. And it's clear to me, Chris, that they can get pretty much anybody off the street that's a veteran right now and maybe even some that aren't on the street that, that want to come here to Tampa and try to win a Super Bowl. Oh, no, no doubt. I mean, this is LeBron going back to – this is LeBron going to Cleveland and everyone's yes, saying – yes. You know, and, uh, yeah. and yeah, and you know, it's kind of like it reminds me of that because there were some good pieces in Cleveland. There was Kyrie, there were some mm-hmm. other guys, and so you had the you had the Mike Evanses there, you had the Godwins, and so um, you know, I think for 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 someone like Brady, um, you know, you're right. I mean, Gronkowski doesn't come to Tampa Bay just because it's Tampa Bay. He came no. here because it's Tampa Bay, you know. Yes. And Lashawn McCoy yes. isn't here because he he wants to have a beer with Bruce Arians from six seats safely apart. No, they mm-hmm. they came here because of Tom Brady. So it's it's a perfect fit. And again, I think, like you said about Keyshawn, Keyshawn Vaughn and those guys, you know, even Rojo a little bit. I think Rojo last year when I spoke with him, he said to me. You know, he said, you know, I I want Jameis to know I'm a guy he can throw to. So Mm -hmm. I think he's looking forward to learning with McCoy and just watching him. I mean, McCoy was some of the cuts he made in his first practice. I mean, you saw the speed is still there, it looks like. So, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's a good pickup. Uh, Speaking of 
Football, let's turn it to college real quick. Hadn't had a chance to talk to you about this. The Big 12 uh, says they're going to play, I guess, 10 plus 1. How much, uh, how much concern do you have that USF may not be the plus 1 at this point? Yeah, no, I think um, I think it's been well established by 247 Sports that it probably is going to end up being UTEP. Even though UTEP technically is like an eight-and-a-half-hour drive uh, from Austin, the fact is, is it's a heck of a lot quicker to just, you know, fly that baby across, you know, and get there. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's really – it's Texas's call. I think they would rather keep it in state. I think if you're USF, though, you pivot here a little bit um, because I think this is an opportunity for USF in such a strange year. You talk about the ACC letting Notre Dame in it with basically no cost, you know, yeah. just to play football for a year. If I'm USF – you know, why not? You know, hopefully FAU holds. I don't think, you know, the Nevada game wouldn't make sense. So why not? You know, if you guys, you know, probably the American, they're going to end up having an eight and four type of thing where they can play up to four non-conference. Why not call Miami and FSU and say, hey, you're going with a 10. You're going with a plus one mentality as well. Let us be your plus one. I Let like us it. be, you know, we don't leave the state. We'll be your guys this year. You know, I don't I don't know why you wouldn't try everything possible. Of course, if I'm Michael Kelly, I would I would be so on Texas and say, you're paying me whatever you're owed. I am not letting it go this year because you had a choice and you're choosing to play UTEP instead of us. So I would be very upset if I was USF. But at the same time, maybe it safely keeps you in state for the month of September or whenever football does start. Yeah, they they should definitely uh, get as much as they can coming to them, and then that's the other thing. I mean, do you do you have any any sense? Uh, you know, obviously the players, a lot of guys, especially in the Pac-12, making mm. noise about not having representation, not feeling safe. You think we're still going to have college football, or you think it'll just be regional, and and some areas will have trouble, and and maybe others won't. I I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but it seems like they're going to try it anyway. Well, it's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of time between now and uh, and the first what that first big weekend in September when games yeah. might start. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, you know, we we know deals can get done in the dead of night. And I think it's going to take some deals. Um, it sounds like players want to play. I mean, I I understand there are some guys. There's a Virginia Tech kid. There's a Minnesota kid who've yeah. kind of backed off opting out mm-hmm. unless unless you're talking about trevor lawrence and those big names i think football is yeah. going to be played especially in the sec right i don't think right. they don't want to play and no. um you know D- Dabo sweeney he probably thinks covid's over so uh you know it's probably <laughs> all fine in his book so it's, it's going to be real interesting but yeah i think you're going to have football what i think you're going to have though is more of a sense of mystery as we go into a possible playoff because if you don't get all these non-conference games, even though the identity of your team isn't necessarily known on Labor Day weekend, you do get that sense of, wow, Michigan playing Oregon or whoever. Wow, okay, mm-hmm. well, they match up very well against this. You, you kind of get more of that sense of, wow, what will this team who just played a Big Ten schedule look like against a possible SEC playoff opponent? You know, There mm-hmm. will be a little bit more intrigue and kind of take us back a little bit to those mm. days of where it was a little more regional and it wasn't so much about flying across country because this team was the best last year. And so maybe we kind of get a little bit of mystery like we've never seen. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the league games and uh, look, that, that might be the, the most of what they have. So, you know, certainly they're going to play it in the South. We'll see what happens out West and all of that. Um, since we last talked, of course, the Bolts uh, are going to play their second 
sort of round-robin game today against uh, the Boston Bruins. Their first game, Chris, I mean, you know, they played a physical Capitals team. I know, you know, you wouldn't normally go to a, a shootout necessarily in, in a playoff game, but this was sort of a round robin. But you know what? The, the changes they made seems like 100 years ago in the offseason came to pass. I mean, they were able to stand up to Washington and, and score notwithstanding. I thought they made a really nice statement in that one. Yeah, I mean, even if even after they gave up the two goals to get back, people got to remember. I even tweeted it out. I mean, they did the sixty-five minutes of play, and you don't get one power play. That yeah, Lightning team that is terrible. so technical and a team that can force you into bad decisions. I, I couldn't believe it. I was so shocked they did not have yeah. one power play. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the fact that they were able to hold their own. I mean, Vassy made a couple of huge saves there in overtime. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. Jakob Verana taking that puck all the way down, and I'm like, oh, good God. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got to learn how to say this guy's name and he's going to score. And, you know, so I was thinking <laughs> of a lot of things when I saw that. But Vassy comes up big with that one. And, and then Kucherov. I mean, I think the team's going to go as he goes, right? It always seems like it comes back to Kucherov whenever we get to playoff time with the Lightning. So. Um, yeah, really nice win. I know Stammer's not playing, but listen, you beat the Bruins. You're in position to, to, to take them over and to have that one seed. And that'd be a really nice gift, especially coming off of quarantine, especially with the NHL. The players really seem to hunker down and really abide by the rules. Yeah, I think they've done a nice job with that. Um, I think the NBA has two with their bubble and, and hopefully mm-hmm. all those teams can stay healthy. The Rays, you know, uh, when we when before you went in your RV, they were uh, four and one, and then uh, they came out. When you came out of the RV, they had lost five in a row and an entire lost road trip. But it looks like all they needed, Chris, <coughs> was uh, one Austin Meadows coming back into the lineup. It's great to see him back. I mean, I think I think if you pulled the sports media in Tampa, who's one of the who's the most exciting young player. You'd raise your hand for guys like Braden Point, and you'd raise your yes. hand for a guy like Chris, you know, Chris Godwin. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, Austin Meadows is right there. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this guy is so explosive with his bat. He's one of the top. I mean, I argued he's. I I would take him over almost every other outfielder in the American League East, um, even last year. You know, so um, you know he's he's a guy that brings a lot of pop at the top of the lineup. He allows Kevin Cash to maybe mix around, maybe move the guys down two through six. So it's great to have him back. I'm glad he's back, you know, especially when you hear anybody battling this this virus, it can hit anybody different. So, uh, you yeah. know, good good performance, and uh, hopefully it continues because, like we were talking about, you can't – look at the Yankees. I mean, they're, what, 8-1, and 9-1? and one? I mean, that's exactly what you wanted for any team. You don't want to be on the other side of that. So the Rays are kind of teetering right. through these first 11 games – so hopefully they can mm-hmm. get it going and get themselves moving on the right side of the win-loss line and then maybe separate themselves a little bit. They have the pitching. They need the hitting. Yeah, they do. And uh, Charlie Morton uh, threw a pretty good uh, almost six innings uh, just you know on uh, Tuesday. And, and I think uh, you know the one concern I'd have with him, and it might just be because, well, he's old, is the velo. You know, we worry about the velo. The velo's a little down, about 92, 93 instead of up in the 94, 96 range. But – um, you know, we'll see uh, if he's able to ramp that back, back up. But he pitched very well against the Red Sox. And finally, I have to get you on this because I know you're you're a uh, well, you're a big XFL fan. And oh, yeah. do you smell what the Rock <laughs> is cooking? 
Oh, I love it. I love what he's done. I think it's, I, I'll tell you what I like about it. I think everyone knows the rock. I think it's, it's crazy to think like, you know, so many people are big WWE fans. So they know Vince McMahon. They know maybe that old history of the XFL, but so many people know the rock. They know him from kids movies. You know, they know him yeah. from, I Moana. think moms, moms mm. you're welcome. Moana, great movie. <laughs> Loved him in that. Those were one of my first sets of pins was the Maui tattoo pins at, at Disney. My yeah. first hunt was the Maui tattoo pins. So that's another story. Um, uh-huh. So we um, – I think I made a kid cry during that. But anyways, um, we were uh, – you, know, you know, you think about if you're a parent, you know, oh, I feel comfortable taking my kids to watch this football because The Rock is endorsing yeah. it. You know, so I think The Rock is going to do some creative hands-on things to make sure families want to spend their, their their hard-earned dollars to come watch a football game. And I also like that he's selling the dream of, hey, I wanted to be a football player. Now these guys are so close. I want them to be football. I want them to have that NFL dream, and they can do it by coming to the XFL. So I, I like it. And uh, hopefully this all gets worked out, I think, uh, Friday when it goes in front of the bankruptcy judge. Yeah, it's all about the money. So hopefully uh, The Rock can make that happen for sure. And Mike Francesa, I I hear <laughs> you're, re- you're retiring again. Uh, like, what is it? Uh, you just came back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been retired for 30 years. <laughs> so, but, uh, well, well, you know, listen, you come back, you go on the air, you know, talk to the fans, and the fans are like, oh, you know, who's better, you know, Van Gundy, Ewing, you know, they talk about the Knicks, and then, then I got to hear about the Rangers, and I'm like, listen, we're not doing hockey today. Nobody cares about hockey. I mean, come on, nobody cares. And then, uh, you know, you talk about the baseball, and it's like, oh, Tori, Girardi, now Boone, you know, it's like, it gets old, you know, it's like, uh, you know, and then I gotta listen to the guys on the station making fun of me, and you know that you know they're gonna they're gonna they just eh, I don't know I can't I can't do it. Bill Parcells isn't here anymore. He's been here for a while. So Tom Coughlin's gone. Eli's yeah, gone. You know, when Eli left, us, it's time for you to get out. Okay, thirty minutes a day is too much for you, Mike. You're doing way too much. You gotta you gotta get tan. You gotta wear your coral shirt. And you gotta hit the links. Okay, go see your wife, Ro. Go see your beautiful twins. And just get away. You know, I never got away. Every time I'd get away, they'd call me. And, you know, it's like, it was the call, the, what's his name? Uh, the Corleone. He says, you know, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. And that's what happened. So they pulled me back in. I did the app. The app was very successful. I don't care what anybody says. And now here I am. So, uh, you know, I retire, uh, but I'll probably be back after this. <laughs> the seven figures will pull you back in is what does it i'm fairly certain oh that's hilarious he's uh chris torello and he's back 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 from vacation from the rv where he grew a beard and then shaved it because that's what they do in television you have to have a standard you have to be clean shaven like chris torello thanks chris we appreciate it squeaky clean all right my thanks to uh chris torello and uh all his characters. It's fun to talk to Chris. Hey, tomorrow on the big show, we're going to have a chance to uh, talk to Bruce Arians. We'll tell you what he has to say about the Bucks and Tom Brady and Shady and all those guys. We'll break down the Bolts and the Bruins game and the Rays wrap up their series with the Boston Red Sox. Thanks for joining us for Steve Burstick. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.